Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1780. Laziness is less of a thing than you think by Dominique Alessi of DominiqueAlessi.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. Today's author writes a lot about health and wellness, so she's regularly featured on my brother's show, that's Optimal Health Daily. It's worth checking out. He narrates articles, but also answers your health, fitness, diet, and nutrition-related questions every Friday. You can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. But today's post fits well over here on this show, so with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Laziness is less of a thing than you think by Dominique Alessi of DominiqueAlessi.com. When I was in college, many of my peers were, well, normal college students. They studied, sure, but they also went to football games, partied, played beach volleyball, took trips to San Francisco, planted gardens, lots of things beyond just studying. I regretfully spent very little time enjoying the delightful recreation available on a California campus, dedicating myself almost exclusively to my studies. Work ethic, particularly in academics, was priority number one, and I tended to look down on all those quote-unquote lazy people who didn't feel the same way. Procrastinating on an assignment to have fun? Poppycock. Hang out with friends instead of study? Blasphemy. Show up to class without reading the book? I just, I can't even. Well, it turns out I'm just as lazy as everyone else. To put it bluntly, I think we're all equally lazy, and thus laziness doesn't tell us anything about why people do different things, nor does it explain why a certain individual does some things but not others. What it really boils down to is values. By default, We want to conserve energy. We are biologically wired to do so. As Daniel Lieberman, Harvard anthropologist and author of The Story of the Human Body, describes, quote, no hunter-gatherer goes out for a jog just for the sake of it. They go out to forage, they go out to work, but anything else would be unwise, not to mention maladaptive in calorie-restricted environments, end quote. In order to overcome our innate laziness with respect to exercise or many other activity, There has to be a compelling enough reason to act, a reason valuable enough to warrant the energy expenditure required. Oftentimes we act because of the pleasure derived from acting and or the pain of not acting. Indeed, our pursuit of pleasure and avoidance of pain is an important part of our survival, both as a species and in our individual lives. As an example, we might get off the couch to get food when we're hungry 
or we might get off the couch because we accidentally sit on a thumbtack. The pleasure of eating and the pain of sitting on a thumbtack both outweigh the discomfort of getting off the couch, motivating us towards nourishment and away from a bleeding thigh. But we also act for reasons beyond pleasure and pain. We might help a stranger because we value kindness or come clean because we value honesty. In these examples, our actions are deemed worthwhile because they are manifestations of principles that we think hold intrinsic value in and of themselves, and we are willing to endure pain and or relinquish pleasure for their sake. Sure, we might feel good by doing good deeds, but that pleasure comes from upholding a principle, not from the act itself. Whatever the case, the bottom line is the same. We are driven to act when the value of acting outweighs the value of not acting. When I was in college, it was relatively easy for me to choose studying over having fun because I believed the former was significantly more valuable. In fact, doing fun things was, to me, a reflection of laziness, lack of discipline, and immaturity, things that I believed were fundamentally bad things, and thus the guilt and shame of engaging in those activities actually felt more painful than working my way through a challenging problem set. As much as I wanted to believe my fun-loving peers were lazier than I and criticize them for it, they really weren't. If they were lazy about homework, then I was equally lazy about socializing. Whether my peers were acting in pursuit of pleasure or some other values, I can't say. I also won't claim that they were deliberately choosing which values they wanted to honor. I surely wasn't. But what's clear is that we were operating, even if only subconsciously, under different value systems. Why does this matter? Because when we throw around the word laziness, we often do so to judge, and in such a way that is almost always unproductive. When we criticize ourselves for being lazy, not only do we make ourselves feel shitty, but we're also masking the true issue, a value system misaligned with what we want our value system to be. Both of these things, the self-induced feeling of shittiness and the hiding of the true problem, impede our ability to actually make changes to support the lives we want to lead. When we criticize others for being lazy, we're also not doing ourselves any favors. For one, we typically criticize others as a means of propping up our own egos, but resting our sense of self-worth on external validation is dangerous territory. Secondly, this outward criticism is ultimately self-sabotaging. If we value work ethic above all else and shame the lazy people who go out and have fun, then what happens when we get tired of working all the time and want to bring more fun into our lives? Either we, A, continue running like mad, burning ourselves out solely to avoid turning into the very people we despise most, or B, realize we have to uproot our entire value system and sense of self-worth to find a better balance. In the long run, it's much easier and healthier to just let go of that judgment from the get-go. Now, one might agree that the laziness judgment isn't productive, but still argue that there is an objective hierarchy to values, that some values are objectively better or worse than others. But I don't think that's necessarily true. Yes, most would agree kindness is better than cruelty, and yes, I think there are dangers to valuing certain things like pleasure to the exclusion of everything else. But creativity is not necessarily more or less important than, say, responsibility. There are a million possible things we could value, and we can only realistically prioritize or live out a subset of them. Furthermore, values are complex and dynamic. They shift with time and circumstance. They overlap with and build on top of each other. They push and pull on each other. 
I might value work ethic in my job, but fun elsewhere. I might value fitness because I value health and health because I value happiness. And my value in health might help me tame my work ethic, protecting me against burnout. A static hierarchy, even a subjective one, is hard to pin down. While I'd encourage you to choose your values wisely, we all get to draw the line where we want to based on the kinds of lives we want to lead. Admittedly, there's a little bit of circular reasoning here. We can choose our values based on the kinds of lives we want to lead, but the kinds of lives we want to lead are arguably determined by existing values. For example, I might choose to value kindness, generosity, and learning in order to live a fulfilling life, but this fulfilling life is desired because I value fulfillment. I think this idea is worth exploring more, but I'll spare you the rabbit hole for now. It's surely tempting to hold on to our judgments of ourselves and of other people, but it really doesn't get us anywhere. Judging laziness in particular just tends to perpetuate shame and powerlessness, both of which do little to better ourselves. If instead we acknowledge the power of values to direct our behavior, the subjectiveness of their rankings, and our freedom to choose the values we want to live out, we can build awareness around our own behaviors and open the door to consciously and thoughtfully change our values and improve our lives, if we want to. You just listened to the post titled, Laziness is Less of a Thing Than You Think, by Dominique Alessi of DominiqueAlessi.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you to Dominique. Come by Dominique Alessi for a lot more great content. I have that linked in this episode's description. You can hear her being narrated on Optimal Health Daily a lot, too. But this was a bit longer than our usual post, so I'll leave it at that. Have a great day, great weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits.